With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, let's go hour number two. On a Friday, hope you got a great Memorial Day weekend planned again. Thoughts, prayers going out to all those men and women who paid the ultimate price and made Memorial Day and made you know our lives possible. Obviously, Memorial Day is a day we wish we didn't have to have, but we do. And we certainly thank those men and women for making that sacrifice. That's what it's all about this weekend. We hope you have a great time with friends and family. There's a lot to get to today. The biggest story in the NFL is DeAndre Hopkins out there, available after three seasons in Arizona. The 30-year-old Hopkins will be released today. Apparently, there's a technicality that he could be traded before like 3 o'clock, but if that doesn't happen, he'll be released ultimately. And then, who's interested? Cowboys fans, would you like your team to be interested? How about the Chiefs? What about the Bills? What about the Eagles? He did mention all three of those quarterbacks. He also mentioned Lamar Jackson. He also mentioned Justin Herbert. Good grief. That is not what the Chargers need for the rest of us. They do not need more receivers that can go make big catches for Justin Herbert. Please know. Yeah, that would be big time. Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, DeAndre Hopkins. Woo! A lot of experience in that wide receiver room. Yeah. Don't get them telling stories. Yo, they got to deal with those injuries, man, because Mike Williams, he's always hurt. Keenan Allen, he's always hurt. Mm-hmm. That 24-point comeback, they were up 24 points on the Jacksonville Jaguars in the playoffs and lost that game. That's the other thing. They, For some reason, no matter who their coach is these last few years, that's what they do. Goofy games. They'll play exciting games, but they lose. Yeah. Lots of those exciting games. That story is out there today. I was just talking about Michael Block and how dare you, CB. Our man Chris Bennett texted Michael Block Vermeil. I'm not saying he's turned into Dick Vermeil. I am saying he does cry a lot. I'm just saying the emotions are there. Somebody said it reminds him of that Bruce Willis character on Friends. Did you ever see that? Would you ever watch any Friends back nah, in the day? I can't get into Friends. My wife loves it. I've never been able to get into it. I'm a Seinfeld guy. Bruce played the dad of, of Ross's girlfriend. He was dating a younger girl, and Bruce was her dad. And eventually, Rachel was trying to get him to express himself and then once he started he couldn't stop so right. he, everything made him cry uh-huh. and he was it was wonderful bruce willis was was funny in that did he have the voice the last boy scout voice or a little more little, a little little more upbeat pleasant yeah, yeah a little more upbeat. okay get yeah. a dog no didn't have that <laughs> didn't do that i had gut this <laughs> i forgot about head or gut, gut. until you said that yesterday <laughs> Head or gut? Oh, my God. Last Boy Scout. What a great win. All right. Uh, NFL season. We are 104 days away from the first Thursday night game. And if you're a Cowboys fan or fan of any other team that doesn't play on Thursday, first NFL Sunday is 107 days away. And yesterday, we started messing around with this chat GPT thing. I stay away from it. I let Zay do it since he can. he's younger. He can handle these things. Yesterday, it was about 
overrated players. But today, Zay, this is just a flat-out best-of list. So I'm interested to see what the AI does with this. So this is somebody puts in, what, best defensive players of all time? All time, from stats, credentials, awards, the whole nine. Okay. Professional football. So... Tell me how you want to do this. Do you want me to throw some names at you and see where they are? Do you just want to go from 10 to 1 again? We'll what go do you from want to 10 do? to 1. Okay. And people on the Specs text line, hit us up, 512-337-3776. If anybody should be moved up, if anybody on the list didn't make it in your opinion, y'all all have opinions, and yeah, let's check it out. All right, here we go. Number 10. Number 10, defensive back, Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson. Hall of Famer, 11-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, one-time Super Bowl champ, went to the Hall of Fame in 1990 and was the Defensive Player of the Year in 1993. Okay, I will reserve the right later to have the discussion. To me, Rod Woodson is not top 10, but I want to see who else is on this list and then we'll, we'll discuss it. Okay. See if somebody gets thrown out. Number nine, Bruce Smith. Oh, Bruce was nasty. Yeah, defensive end, 11-time Pro Bowler, Mm. 8-time All-Pro, 1980s All-of-Fame team, 1990s All-of-Fame team, 2-time Defensive Player of the Year, and yeah, he was big time. That's probably warranted. That one makes sense. Old school Bruce Smith, you know it? Do not. Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, Uh huh. Okay. He was a Hokie, absolutely. All right, Bruce Smith at 9. That's a nasty uh, duo to start with. All right, go ahead. All right, number 8. Jack Lambert. Okay. Yep, nine-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, four-time Super Bowl champ, which kind of puts him in a different category. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, Hall of Fame team in the 80s and the 70s, Defensive Player of the Year in 1976, Defensive Rookie of the Year, 1974. Interesting, those last two guys made two different decade teams. I wonder if the AI is looking for stuff like that as part of what it grabs. You know, yeah. when you're on when you're on an all time list in two different decades, I'm sure that stands out to the definitely. technology. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. So you like that? You know, your wife being the Steelers. Oh, fan. I know. I'm married into the Steelers thing. They do love their defense, and Jack Lambert was, you know, one of their absolute badasses. There's probably a handful. There's probably about four or five guys you could pick from right. in the Steelers. You may not be done with Steelers oh, on this list. Definitely so not. I am not going to say anything until we get done. I, I'm guessing there's another one coming up. Yep, so that, absolutely. that one makes sense. All right, who's number seven? All right, the killer himself, Ray Lewis. Oh, well <laughs> My my wife would love you introing it that way because that's what I'm she, sorry, Ray. You didn't do it, Ray. You didn't what, do nothing. That's what she calls him. I don't know how blood time. got on that white suit. Nobody knows you did nothing, Ray. Where's the suit, Zay? Where is it? I don't do know. you know? I'm still don't. Well, if you don't know where the suit is, then we don't have a we conversation. Have, yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's no conversation. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Ray Lewis, <laughs> Ray Lewis, number seven, twelve-time Pro Bowler, seven-time All-Pro, two-time Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl MVP. And he was a two-time defensive player of the year. He, yeah, I mean, he's an absolute badass. Uh, there is a particular linebacker I'm thinking of that will be, I'm assuming, rated higher than Ray. But Ray is absolutely incredible. So I could understand that. I could even see him maybe being even a little higher. I could too. Yeah, I could yeah. see him being even notched up a I, little bit. I, impact is huge. Like making guys want to play the game, making it fun. We're kind of everybody idolized. In the 2000s, it's hard to find a linebacker remotely as popular as Ray Lewis. Yeah. Like Ryan Erlacher, maybe, but man, Ray with the Super Bowls, that's what separates him from Erlacher and a lot of other guys. Yeah, no, that's true because Ray ended up with two of them. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So, number six. Number six, 
Mean Joe Green. Yeah, I knew. I I, I figured that was the other Steeler. If there, at least him. Maybe yeah. there's another one I'm not thinking of. But North, yeah, North Texas legend, ten-time Pro Bowler, four-time All-Pro, four-time Super Bowl champ. He's a part of the '70s All Hall of Fame team, two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, no doubt. Mean Joe makes all the sense in the world. All right, so we've had Rod Woodson, Bruce Smith, Jack Lambert, Ray Lewis, and Mean Joe Green. This is the Chat GPT version of the All. All-time greatest defensive players in NFL history. So we got the top five coming, and I have jotted down three names off to the side here. We'll see if all three are in the five. Go ahead. All right, number five, arguably the hardest-hitting player to ever put on an NFL uniform, Ronnie Lott. Ooh, I'd forgotten about Lott. (laughs) Man. Ronnie Lott. Oh, man. Does it need to be top five? I'm not sure, but Ronnie Lott was an absolute badass. Well, so they're definitely looking at Super Bowl championships. Yeah, no, that helps, man. He won four of them things, 10-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, was a part of the All-80s team and All-90s Hall of Fame teams. Okay. Oh, good grief. I just thought of another big name that I forgot. Yeah. And to jot that one down. Okay, number four. Number four, prime time. Deion Sanders. Two wow. Time, yeah, two-time yeah. Super Bowl champ, eight-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro, 94 Defensive Player of the Year, was on the Hall of Fame All-90s teams. Yeah, prime time. All right, somebody's getting left out. I got four names written down, and you only have three more spots. So here we go, number three. All right, this is for the old heads. Dick Buckus. There it is. There's one of those names I Dick wrote Buckus, down. who was the analyst on – Last Boy Scout before my man Billy Blanks offed himself. See, there you go. Man, he Dick. was breaking it all yeah, down. He saw some stuff that <laughs> night. He really but, did. Buckus, eight time Pro Bowler, five time All Pro, 1960s All Hall of Fame team, and 70s Hall of Fame team. Yep. Absolute legend. No doubt about it. All right, you got two spots left. Number two? Yes. Reggie White. Okay. 13-time Pro Bowler, 8-time All-Pro, 1-time Super Bowl champ with the Green Bay Packers, Hall of Fame team in the 80s and 90s, 2-time Defensive Player of the Year. Yep, I think your 1 and 2 would have been what I would have guessed. They were the first two names I wrote down. I wrote down Reggie White's name after I wrote down the other name. So number 1. Yeah, you could say it. <laughs> it's Lawrence Taylor, Lawrence right? Taylor, 10-time <laughs> Pro Bowler, 8-time All-Pro, 2-time Super Bowl champion, 86 MVP, not defensive player of the year. MVP. Oh, MVP of the of whole the thing. League. Oh, the whole thing. He was MVP of the league <laughs> and defensive player of the year. Just stupid. Just stupid. absolutely amazing. LT old school. Oh, man. Yeah, I just love North Carolina. There you go. Yep, North, I cheated. North Carolina. Reggie was Tennessee, of course. Butkus at Illinois. Dion at Florida State, and Ronnie Lott out of USC. That is the top five. I would have. I, I jotted down LT and, and Reggie White. The name I wrote down that you didn't say. Does he belong in the top ten? The Baylor Bear, Mike Singletary. Mm. That's one of those names that popped in my head. Does Mike deserve top 10 consideration above a Rod Woodson or a Bruce Smith? I don't know. Yeah, let me look at his statistics. I'm not sure if that full, you know, does that full, I mean, he was the standard at that position for so long. He was the guy they would mention as, you know, somebody that could stand up to the career of a Butkus, could stand up to the the badass quality of a Butkus. Obviously got the Super Bowl championship in Super Bowl 20. He was the leader of that team. So what separates Rod Woodson from Mike Singletary? Rod Woodson has a 93 defensive player of the year 
And, oh, Singletary has two. Yeah. And the Super Bowl championship, 10-time Pro Bowler, seven-time All-Pro. Yeah, I mean, Singletary's. Was a bad man now. That'd be the one that I that I threw in. If you have a name that you're thinking of that wasn't on there, let us know. That's interesting that a couple of defensive backs end up in the top five, and then up front you got the line you got the linebacker in the middle, and then you got Reggie White and you can call Lawrence Taylor whatever you want. I guess technically he was a linebacker, but he was such a good rush edge. He was the perfect kind of hybrid guy. Uh, but so, so I guess by definition, two linebackers, a defensive lineman, and two DBs are in your top five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see Singletary being in there. Somebody on the Specs text line said, Troy Palomalu over Ronnie Lott. Mm, I don't know about that one. Troy was good. Probably a top five safety of all time, but over Ronnie Lott, the way he used it. Troy def- got, definitely yeah. couldn't play in this era. Troy got both of those Super Bowls that Ben got. He was a an absolute you know a legend on those on those teams. Yeah, I don't know if I'd put him over Ronnie Lott, but you know Palomalu probably if you kept this list going, Troy Palomalu I think might be pretty quick if you rolled out a top twenty or something oh, like yeah. that. Uh, interesting stuff there. Chat GPT taking a look at the best defensive players all time. <laughs> Somebody said you're forgetting Taco Charlton. That is oh that is rude rude. Is what that is. There's no need for that. Um, so it's no Junior Seau. That's an interesting Ooh. one to bring up. Ed Reed. I love Ed Reed. That's one to bring up. Somebody brings up Randy White, big Cowboys fan. J.J. Watt was brought up. Somebody says no perfect. Juju would vote him in. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vontez Perfect is not on that list. But we do appreciate you asking. That is uh, that is an interesting list to take a look at. That even I love that even an AI something that's generating things like that. Even when you put that path in, it still ends up at Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, just kind of redefines everything. Yeah, he was different. Oh yeah, just yeah. the intimidation factor too. Like how scared opposing offenses were facing him. Yeah, and Bill Parcells did a great job controlling him because. He owes Bill Parcells everything. Like that guy loves some Bill Parcells, and yeah. he was a guy that could get to him. Somebody as crazy and nuts as Lawrence Taylor, somebody like Bill Parcells might have been the only one that could get the most out of him on a consistent basis. Yeah, he was crazy and nuts in a lot of ways too. <laughs> oh, There's man. a lot going on with Lawrence, man. We found out we found out a lot of weird things over the years with Lawrence Taylor. Uh, obviously, that talent cannot be denied on the field. He. He's unbelievable. So to the Specs texter that says they will take Troy Palomalu over Ronnie Lott, Troy has four All-Pros, Ronnie Lott has six, Troy has eight Pro Bowls, Ronnie Lott has ten. Mm. So And four championships. Yeah, no, that's true. So uh, that's tough. That's yeah, tough. I, He's right there. No, Troy's right there. Those guys are both badasses. They really are. When I Troy mean. used to time the goal line stops and jump over the pile, yeah. like multiple times he did that. Yeah. Like it's just iconic, man. All the that hair, hair, the hair Polynesian, yeah. man, just so prideful of that coming out of SC. I love Troy Palomalu. Him and Ed Reed being in the same division. Wow. What's well, a gr- it's a great comparison on a lot of levels too. They're both USC guys, he and Lot, and then just the versatility of both of those guys. They weren't just your typical safety. They could do everything. They could do the physical side of the job and they were just enforcers in that regard, but they could absolutely give you coverage if you needed it. Yeah. Right? They could turn those hips and give you some coverage uh, if you were looking for it. Oh, and the ball's in Troy Polamalu's hands. Be careful because he'd take that thing to the house. Yeah. I told you recently, we were sitting there, my wife, 
my father-in-law, my brother-in-law, and something came up about Steelers Mount Rushmore. And my father-in-law said Palomalu's name before any of those Steel Curtain dudes. Right. Flipped me out. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. He loves him that much. Yeah. Uh, He's a Steeler (laughs) through and through. Like, low-key, didn't really hear about anything negative off the field. Right. Great leader. Yeah, kept to himself. You didn't hear about him talking mess or anything. Just what you saw on the field, that's what it was. Yeah, man, they love the heck out of that guy, and uh, for good reason. So interesting discussions there around the best defensive players kind of get you fired up for the season. (laughs) Somebody said the boss. (laughs) The boss. I don't think the boss is going to make the top ten. Don't think boss is going to make that top ten list. Come on now. There's no need to do that. <laughs> Singletary, multiple uh, comments coming in from Singletary. Deacon Jones is getting a little love as well. Give us some more if you think uh, we've missed some names there. Up next, your Flex 30 segment, a big-time area talent, gets his list down to six. Plus, we'll get you an update on some local baseball. And we now have a new kind of video that Flex is paying attention to. It's pretty cool. Stay tuned. It's the Horn. Chad and Zay. All right, rolling through a Friday. Hope you have a great long weekend planned. We do not have a show on Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday. Once we're done today, I feel like I should know this one. It sounds kind of familiar. What's the name of it? Lawyers in Love. Oh, right. Lawyers in Love is Jackson Brown. Yep. (laughs) Uh, I would tell you to go watch this video, but I don't know if it would hold up. But he did have, was it a bunch of hot women in suits dancing with briefcases, or was it actual guys in suits? Somebody was dancing with briefcases. I think it was women. On this album cover, he's... Looks like he's in a Benz, and the Benz is underwater. Okay. Of course it is. Of course. Jackson Brown, very big in the 80s. 70s and 80s, I guess, technically. Jackson Brown, 38 Special, and Wang Chung. Somebody reminded me on the text line that 38 Special and Leonard Skinner had connections uh, through the years. That the, is it the two lead singers were brothers? Is that right? The lead singer of 38 Special and lead singer of Skinner? I think that's right. Um, so we had uh, Jackson Brown, 38 Special, and Wang Chung already on the show. We had uh, a lot of good text rolling in on the Specs text line, 337-3776. Here's somebody looking for a Texan to be on that top 10 defensive list, Daryl Green. Ooh. Trying to get a little love. I don't know if Daryl's top 10, but he certainly is in a, in a discussion of the best defensive players ever. Also, Zay, somebody trying to break the tie between Troy Polamalu and Ronnie Lott. Troy has ten fingers. Ronnie has nine. See, that's <laughs> that is not the way to do that. Ronnie's nine fingers actually makes him more of a badass. And remember, it wasn't the full finger. It was like right past the knuckle. Yeah. They took part of that pinky finger off because he's just that tough of a guy. Yeah, Daryl Green was only a one-time All-Pro, which is odd. I would think there would be more for him. He was hmm. a seven-time Pro Bowler, but yeah, Daryl Green. I don't even think he's better than Champ Bailey. Maybe with the two Pro or two Super Bowls, that puts him over an edge. But mm, interesting. Yeah. Daryl to me is the greatest. He may be one of the greatest. He's the greatest NFL player. When you're talking about 
using every single bit of what you've got and maybe the most unexpected, like, greatest players of all time. Because at his size, he was not supposed to be one of the greatest ever. Yeah. But he is one of the most badass corners that ever lived, uh, even at that size. Somebody said, Chad, the Steeler comment inspired me. How about a Mount Rushmore for each NFL team bit over the next 98 days? We could do a little bit of that. We could do that. Yeah, that's always interesting. We will take. We could take a look at those. Um, so, look at y'all helping us out for the that? better, that's not wonderful. the worst. That's right. While somebody called me nappy-headed something earlier. Oh, that's not good. Oh, that's fine. That's not I good. respect. I respect the hating, Chad. Okay. I really do. All right. Can't as a as a hater himself, I respect other haters. You know, you gotta have thick skin. You do like the petty. I I do like the petty. So you try and to for res- somebody to say, res- Jay, you you should be damn shamed calling Patrick Mahomes' voice something when your voice sounds all mucked up with your nappy headed ass. I respect that. Wow, I respect that. Man. That's- <laughs> all right. From a brother who watched a lot of Bernie Mac and <laughs> Martin Lawrence and stuff. I respect that. That's some good stuff right there. Somebody who may have missed the segment or missed us mentioning it asked about Deion Sanders. He was four on the list. This was the chat GPT. Somebody put in the search of the best defensive players of all time in the NFL, and it popped out Lawrence Taylor, Reggie White, Dick Butkus, Deion, and Ronnie Lott as the top five. So what's nuts, Chad? I agree with Deion being number four, but I think Deion's a better football player than all the guys ahead of him. Just for what he did overall, hmm. kick, punt, return, did what, did what he did on offense. I say Deion Sanders is a better football player than Lawrence Taylor. Not a better defensive player, yeah. better football player. Interesting. Now that's a that's another level of discussion. Just like yesterday when you were talking about Michael Jordan, his greatness is he is he greater in his sport than anybody else was greater in their sport? That's yeah. a whole nother level of discussion. All right, so uh, you continue to throw some stuff at us that way if you want. Specs text line 337-3776. Uh, let's get you a flex segment. Somebody's got their list down to six. Longhorn fans, we're going to tell you if you're on that list. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, so it must be nice to be a young, talented athlete in high school and have all these offers to choose from. We've told you this name before. Out at Copper's Cove, there's an offensive line badass named Michael Uini is what I'm going with now. U-I-N-I. He is class of 24, so he's still got one more year if you want to go check him out with the dogs out in Cove. And now, Zay, he's got his list down to six he is on the ESPN 300, and this list will tell you exactly what level of offensive lineman we're talking about. His list, in the order he put it on social media, is Georgia, Bama, Michigan, Texas, Clemson, and Florida. Gosh, man. That must be nice. Yeah. That's incredible. It must be nice to be able to throw those six out, and all six of them would nod as you're saying it. Yep, yep, yep. We'll take him. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Good for you, young man. It's a big-time recruit right there. Clearly, a lot of guys have their eyes on them, and they should. I mean, what, is, is he a four-star, five-star? Because that's five-star schools right there. Yeah, I mean, I would imagine that – let me just double-check here. I'm assuming he would grade out right now as a five-star. Like I said, he is a 
Um, he, he's in the ESPN 300. Let me just look him up officially. But I'm going to guess, because I'm with you, that sounds like a guy that's going to be five-star status, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm seeing him listed here as a high four-star. Okay. That's yeah. fine. Four-star on a composite, four-star, 24-7 sports, four-star, compo- and they're 24-7 sports uh, as a four-star. Okay. Yeah. Well, he's serious. He definitely is. Yeah, the first ones that pop up just on the basic list are Bama, Clemson, Florida, Georgia, Michigan. Uh, but also, Texas is on that list. They are the sixth team on the list. So we'll keep our eyes on that name, Michael Uini. And I don't see anything about a decision day, but he's gotten the list down to six. Yeah, Michael, take your time, bro. Get wine and dine, because it's going to be some serious wine and dining with all those schools. Uh-huh. Yeah, take your time, bro. Don't, no rush. You might know, but, hey, take them trips. Take that flight. Get all that merch. Eat good. Live good. Come back home and make your decision whenever you want. You might know, but that doesn't mean you have to let them know. Oh, shoot. Not till it's time. If I was a high recruit, I wouldn't let nobody know nothing. I, the last, like say, you got to sign somewhere. You sure I can't take my one trip? You'd wait till you the sure, last yeah. day. You sure I can't take one more trip? Okay. <laughs> all right. I'll sign. Because I've heard that Jimmy's Bagels in that town is good. <laughs> I got to hit those bagels now. Come on. Um, all right. The uh, Elsewhere in the flex world, Westlake won game one of their oh. baseball series, Zay, 7-2. to two, uh, And I believe they're coming right over here across the street to Westlake High for game two. They'll try to close that series out tonight. Westlake trying to advance in the state playoffs. Yeah, congrats to the Shaps mm-hmm. doing their thing, so, all their talent. Sounds mm. painful. Westlake University, yeah, I'm glad they're advancing. They, they need to just play like 1A teams at this point. <laughs> That'd make me feel better. Give them some, like playing against Ivan Melendez and guys like that. Not even the Texas Oh, you mean like team. single A teams? Yeah, you know what I meant. Okay. You, not even Texas baseball with the way they're playing right now. I don't even think they can mess with Westlake and what they got going on. Good grief. You want the Express to play them? Yeah. Yeah, something, yeah. All right. Something. Fair enough. Tunes, man. Um, Also, we got a new kind of video that showed up on Flex. Flex, is uh, we told you, is always looking for your, you know, workout videos, the the weightlifting stuff. Shout out to Tyler. I'm going to go with Melu from Glenn. The guard and center just hit the squat max of 525, Zay. Man. Flex retweeted it. You can see it at FLXATX on social media. But I had not seen this one yet. We got video. Of a dude running a hill. I hadn't seen anybody running a hill yet. And Styles Goodman, great name, out of Weiss, two-time uh, all-district linebacker. He's running the hill. Styles Goodman and Zay, there are sprints with the parachute. Okay. Parachute sprinting is available at Flex right now. I would not seen the, the parachute yet. That's high-tech. That is high tech. When I was doing off-season workout stuff with the football guys, we were dragging tires around still back in the day. And now we're doing parachutes? Yeah. What the heck is going on? We were dragging each other. <laughs> <laughs> they would clip us up with one another and try to get whoever's weight matched whoever else's weight. Are you we're, serious? Yeah, we would have to drag each other and oh see how that goes. Oh, God. And I would hate my partner every time because they would try to make me work harder. I was like, yo, can you quit resisting? Like, you're supposed to be running with me, kind of. It's supposed to be a little bit of resistance, not your whole body just flopped out. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we never did that. Oh, yeah. I thought I thought I was country dragging a tire. You're dragging other, you're dragging teammates? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Hey, CC did whatever, whatever it took. Did seniors drag freshmen and no. juniors drag sophomores? No, or? it was whoever somebody was around 200 pounds, whoever else was 200 pounds, y'all are matched up. So it would be. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It was, right. it was rough times. I'm not going to lie. It was okay. rough times. And what did you do, ride on a sled or something? No. You just kind of strap each other up. You never seen that before? No. Or it's kind of like a harness and you strap each other up. Wait, and you're one on person's a, like running. You're like a. You're on his back or something? Yeah. Not like on his back. Like, 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 a a choke. like you're going to choke him it's out? It's like a UFC? rope. It's like a rope that you're attached to. Oh, okay. So picture like weight behind you. Yeah. Instead, it's a person. So they're getting their little exercise in because they're running with you too, but you're pulling them. Oh, okay. They're, yeah. they're just running. But you, you could tell you want no athlete like that. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> how dare you? This sounds really complicated. Us country folk just drag tires. No, you tennis folk. It's different. It was simple. We just dragged a tire up a hill. Y'all are getting way too complex. Had other people involved. What are you doing? You see it. You, I'll show you All a right. video. Yeah, give I'll me, show you a video. That later. video needs to go to Flex. Somebody needs to re- retweet that one. Uh, so if you want to go check out Styles Goodman in that video, that's at uh, FLXATX on your social media. Plus, you got the Westwood 7 on 7 tomorrow morning. Go to FlexATX.com. Find the full schedule. 24 different teams will be there tomorrow morning if you want to go check them out. All right, coming up, it's Where We At in Society with Zay at 2.05. We'll check in with Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. His thoughts on the baseball team and their failures in Arlington and where they may be headed in the regional. Plus, we're 99 days away from Texas football. We'll definitely find a way to talk some Texas football with Catch coming up. Stay with us. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the horn. Chad and Zay. Oh, I think I know that voice. That sounds like Gloria Estefan. That's it. Solo artist, or is this Miami Sound Machine? Solo. Solo. Gloria. Get on your feet. Okay. Gloria Estefan, Jackson Brown, 38 Special, and Wang Chung have all been a part of the show today. Hope Gloria's doing well. Everybody's out on tour right now. I wonder if she's going back out sometime i gotta people i gotta think people are showing up to see her oh yeah she was big time man she was part of that first divas concert i think i think she was part of that first when they first started doing they've well i mean they've done three or four versions of those when they first thought let's get some of the biggest female artists together all at one time and they called it the divas concert oh she was on that first one it was like her celine shania it's the night Aretha outsang them all. 
Uh, did they stop doing who it? Who else was there? No, no, they did two or three of them, I think. Okay. Where they kind of rearranged. I think Christina Aguilera may have been in one version of it. Right. I think Beyonce may have been in a version a little later on and stuff like that. But all I remember is all these smoking hot women standing on that stage <laughs> in all thin and beautiful and in their dresses and all this stuff. And Aretha walked up there, big and beautiful like she was, in a dress that probably took at least twice the material to make that theirs did. She walked up there at whatever she was, I don't know, two whatever, and she outsang them all. They, oh, all, yeah. they all froze. It was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was incredible. Uh, Gloria Estefan, a big part of the music today. Coming up at 2.05, we'll talk to Jeff Ketchum of orangebloods.com. Get his thoughts on uh, maybe his thoughts on this all-time NFL defensive list we were just talking about. Also, Texas baseball, the weird stumble at the Big 12 tournament, not even winning a game, and what happens for them now getting ready for the regional uh, we will get into that big nfl story of the day deandre hopkins is available released uh, will re- will be released by the uh, cardinals today we think that may be technically happening at three o'clock according to diana rossini and some nfl folks so just kind of keep your eyes peeled there great stat zay since 2020 he's got the best drop rate of any receiver that has Looked at at least 175 passes. He's had 315 targets in that time, and he's dropped three of them. Yo, his hands are gigantic. 1% drop rate, best in the league. Yeah. I mean, he's a special talent. Just once you hit 30, how many years do you have left? When is he going to lose a step? And again, that PED thing, that was weird. That was a very odd situation. I think he's over it and past it. So we'll see what happens. You know, one team he didn't mention, Chad, is my dirty bird, Atlanta Falcons. Oh, I see. They got a DeAndre Hopkins along with Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts. Drake London. Drake London. And then Taylor Heineke week five. (laughs) It's Um, a wrap. Okay. Look out, NFC South. Look out. You just want him to you want to see Heineke throw the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. I'm gonna tell you, Zay, when somebody throws out a list of five quarterbacks they want to play for, and that list is Allen Hurts, Mahomes, Lamar, and Herbert, he ain't thinking of Heineke. He just don't know yet. I just gotta let you know. He just don't know yet. He don't know. If he wants to play on a winning team, then he better go Uh down south, get him some lemon pepper wings, go to Magic City. He's not thinking of Ritter. He's not thinking of Heineke. Hey, I wouldn't be thinking of Ritter either. You're not thinking That's it. the issue because everybody's thinking Ritter. I see. Okay. That's the problem. I got you. Ritter, you got four weeks, son. They need to be thinking Heineke. Four weeks, fam. Uh. Maybe five. <laughs> Maybe five. B. John Robinson's going to get you a win by himself. Like 250 total yards, 100 through the air, 150 on the ground. That's mm-hmm. going to win you a game where Desmond Ritter ain't going to have to do much. That's going to get everybody a little discombobulated and confused. Like, oh, maybe Desmond Ritter is good. No, Bijan Robinson's that good. He makes other guys better. With Taylor Heineke, come on, man. Come all, on. The, all the teams that have an actual shot at DeAndre Hopkins would like you to go to DeAndre Hopkins on behalf of the Falcons. <laughs> to help things along. <laughs> I think it'll move a lot quicker in that in that case. We'll keep our eyes on that story. Uh, again, catch coming up at 2.05. Why Today Matters at 2.30. Right now, though, where are we at in society? Let's see what Zay wants to get into. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay. I have not had any sexy images on social media in a couple. Oh, maybe a little. 
A little sexy. All right, let's see, a what's going. Sexy. let's see what's going on. So there have been rumors thrown out during this Eastern Conference Finals mm-hmm. about Jimmy Butler and a relationship he might be in. Okay. With one of the greatest Latin dancers slash singers of all time, Shakira. Shakira, Shakira? Shakira, Shakira. Her hips don't lie. She has been at Miami Heat Games and Suites. Stop it. They have followed each other on Instagram, which she doesn't follow many people, so everybody's kind of like, it's not like she's following other Miami Heat players, too. She's just following Jimmy. Uh Uh-huh. Her son, during Halloween, was Jimmy Butler. Hmm. Really? So I don't know if Jimmy's keeping this under wraps or keeping this on the down low, but... Is that Shakira dressed up as a cheerleader? Yes. Oh, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's out there. She's special, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, she's out there. She is special. What was was her big flaw we found out the last couple years? Was it tax evasion? Yeah, she didn't try to pay no taxes. Okay, Shakira, you got to pay your taxes, but wow. I mean, she's trying to say she's in... Spain or whatever. Mm, yeah, like, I she know, ain't I in America. Like, what's what's going on? Why would I pay taxes even though I have homes in America? Why would I pay taxes? She's yeah. got problems that most of us don't have. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I could see Jimmy Butler kind of being off his game these last two <laughs> game four and five because I'd be a little rattled too. I'd be a little off if Shakira was sliding in my DMs talking about a little something, something. Yeah, you think, man? This ain't the time. Now, you know me, I'm all about my conspiracy, especially with the Boston Celtics. Yes. This could be Red Arbeck's grandson giving Shakira a little coin to, you know, muck mess. up the series. I'm going I'm reaching now. To mess with Butler and Yo, then get, leave him afterwards. <laughs> Gary Payton, I'm really reaching. Dude, but, I, I just retweeted that video of her in the suite. How beautiful a woman is that? Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Not that anybody thought Shakira was ugly to start with, but, man, she is looking incredible. I'm assuming that is fairly recently. Looking and she's amazing. Tiny. She's tiny. Is that right? I didn't realize how small she was. Like, she's a tiny woman. But, she, yeah, she's oof. as hot as ever, and she doesn't age either. Apparently not. Apparently women from – she is Colombian. No, no. Virgi- uh, Sofia Vergara is Colombian. Is she Colombian or Brazilian? I thought she was Spaniard. Is it? No, I don't think she's Spanish. Oh. Hang on. How bad, Shakira? <laughs> <laughs> That's very disrespectful. Let me get this right. You, I mean, hey, you may be right. See, yeah, somebody said she was accused of not paying taxes in Spain. Shakira. She's from now, there. that was Spain. Born in Colombia. Okay. I was right. She's, she's Colombian, but you're right. The It's the Spanish government that came after the money because she had a place in Spain that maybe she thought, oh, do I have to pay for that? Ah. Uh, I'm sorry, should I pay taxes on a house if I'm not there yesterday? Is that how that works? Yeah, that is how that works. You need to pay those taxes. So uh, do you like that couple if it became a thing? Do you like Jimmy Butler, Shakira? Hmm. Let me, let me, I'm, I'm, let me think about this for a second. I could, uh, yeah, I, I could handle that. What's up with all the uh and stuff? No, 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 it's good. You got to be, I, no disrespect to Jimmy Butler, but if you're going to date Shakira, I need you to be at a certain level of good looking. And I think Jimmy, I'm just trying to figure out if he's good looking enough. I think he is. What do you mean? He's the son of Michael Jordan. Right. I think he's at that level. I think I think it's good. Yeah, yeah. Now, Jimmy Butler with the braids, you remember when he had the extension braids and stuff that they always show for the photo for the NBA when they show the uh-huh. games coming up? 
That's not an no, attractive Jimmy Butler. No, no, I like this Jimmy Butler. Yeah, with the short braids. The short braids, real tight, tight. Yeah. And then there's all those cool designs running through yeah, that's them. That's a smooth look. I really like it. That's a smooth look. Yeah, that guy can date Shakira. Okay. I will allow it. Yes. Okay. How about you? Um, I'd say be careful, Jimmy, because this is the best he's ever been. So be careful for the, you know, I'm going to say she's a gold digger because of Shakira. She got her own. I was going to say. But it's just a little odd that she's coming around now. But we don't know anything about Shakira's dating habits. We don't. We don't know if she has anything, you know. Uh, I mean, even if it, if she's still trying to get herself right from the tax stuff, she's got the money to do it. It's not like she's looking for his money. You're right. right? I'm just saying, you know, where were you when I was with the Bulls? You know what I'm saying? Maybe she wasn't where, into, was, where were you when I was homeless type she, stuff? Maybe she went into basketball back then. Maybe she's just now realized who Jimmy Butler is. So, I mean, her son was Jimmy for Halloween, so this could be going on for a long time, and right. they've kept it on the down low. But I feel like that's really hard to do in 2023 with camera phones and social media and stuff and him being in Miami and her probably being in Miami a lot. Or, or maybe when the son wore the, the costume the first time, she didn't know who he was. Then she did her research, figured it out, thought, wait man, I'm I'm in Miami. I could go to some games. I could check it out. And then it went from there. And now they're just dating and they'll fall in love and be happily ever after. Yeah, she's not with that soccer player from Barcelona anymore. They split up 2022. Aha. So she's single. On the prowl. There it is. Cougarin. Maybe that was it. And maybe the son put on the jersey for Halloween and said, hey, mom, here's who you should check out. This is who you should check out. Ugh. Yeah. That's creepy. How's that creepy? You he's, can't, as a son, you shouldn't be putting your mom on. What? When she's Shakira, I'm, I'm sure she she's okay. You can't look after your mom and think she needs to date? I mean... What's wrong with that? Yeah, but actually setting her up and picking out the guy... He's just giving her an idea. Yeah. I mean, if you're a basketball fan, Jimmy Butler, there could be worse. You could have said Tyler Hero. I was going to say. He could have thrown on like could have said you got his ass on. It could have been a lot worse. He could have thrown on a Derek White jersey and she'd have said, Who? <laughs> Or, or yo, she ain't messing with that hairline. Or truce, or you know, Vince, yeah. Gabe Vincent. Who? Who are you talking about? I don't know who you're talking about. See, and that's the issue. Shakira, big time player. Where were you when I was in Chicago, Minnesota, Philly? Now I'm in Miami. I'm getting mm-hmm. all this love. Everybody talking about me. Maybe in a future Hall of Famer. This and that. We're about to get to the finals. And now you want to slide in my DMs? Just be careful, Jimmy. Yeah, I think her be an- careful. Her answer would probably be something in the neighborhood of how many games do you think I've been to in Chicago? I'm Shakira. What does that mean? Her NBA city is going to be Miami. She's not going to travel all around going to NBA games. If she's traveling the country, she's on tour, and she's focused on that. But when she's relaxing and chilling out, her, you know, her contact city is Miami. Yeah. I say that like I really know her life. Yo, Chris Bennett, he's absolutely right. She just turned down Tom Cruise, apparently. That's been the rumor. She said, nah, Tom, we about the same size. It ain't going to work. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't gonna work, bro. I get it. Movies, uh, you've killed it. Mission Impossible. It's gonna be impossible for you to get with me. Also, with Tom, you gotta really think about that Scientology thing before you get in. That's that, right. You gotta yeah. pay attention. Yeah. That's not just that ain't your mom and dad's religion, kids. You got to be careful. Really careful. Yeah. Really careful. Because yeah. you can't you don't get to say yes and no to Scientology. You can say no, but you don't get to say yes and no. That's not how it works. Yeah. Careful. Yeah, Nicole Kidman, 
she was a little shook after that yeah. relationship. I, I would be too. <laughs> she was a little shook. I've heard some things over the years that would get me shook too. I'm shook and I'm not even in. And I haven't been married to anybody that's in. I'd be shook too. That's that little man syndrome. Something's just off. Dude, I, I, I you know what? All these years later, I kind of understand the plastic surgery she might have put herself through. Because at some point, if Nicole Kidman thought, you know what, I want to not look like me for a while. Can I get away from me? I understand. She still looks good. She does. She's ended up in a really good spot. Oh. She, she went through a period that was a little weird, but now she's now she's back into Nicole Kidman. Yo, when she's on Big Little Lies and they were making her do HBO stuff, uh-huh. Nicole. Nicole, woo, man, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, the HBO face? Yeah, is that what yeah, it is? she okay. was outside. Fair enough. All right, uh, coming up, your uh, 2 o'clock hour, Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com, gets us started, some Longhorn stuff and NFL stuff, and uh, we'll get into why today matters at 2.30. Stay with us on a Friday. This is The Horn.